Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. I, I had a chance to see what it felt like to be a pioneer. Uh, our cell service was out. <laughs> the internet was gone. No TV. Uh, and it was, it was the entire neighborhood. And in some, it was the entire section for a while of our house. And we we're still... We, Still haven't been restored to service. Mm. It's amazing how you can't even function without that stuff. You know? You think, okay, I'm going to do some work. Ah, I don't have the internet. I can't do that. All right, I'm going to text. I can't text either. All right, well, then I'll just turn on the NFL. I can't do that. Wow. What is it? I mean, what is life worth if you can't call, surf, or watch? I don't know. I don't know. No cell service either? <laughs> no cell. I don't know what happened because it's they're different companies. Our cell phone is a, you know, we have different service than the internet and TV bundle. But it was great that the bundle all went down at the same time. That was really, that was really terrific. You want it to be synchronized like that so that you're not out of phase. I had the same problem yesterday. You did? Yeah, yeah. my internet went out. Uh, where... Where what part of town do you live in? Uh, right down the highway on right in Farmers Branch. Down the highway, Farmers. Right, Branch. right down the highway. Yeah, yeah. See, it must have been. I don't know. Something happened. I don't know what it is. And I, you know, Frontier Communications has the worst customer service I've oh, no. ever experienced in my life. I mean, it took me, I don't know, fifteen minutes to finally get through to the right, the right phone number. The right area, the correct department. Yeah, and they when fix I, it. When I get there, yeah, it's a recording. It's automated. Hey, yeah, service is down in your area. We're working on it. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that was it. I was so Click. pissed. So I finally, I, I came to work so that I could just, you know, do my work. So I could get internet service and all that. Uh, and before I started working i tried to get in touch with them again on online because i could get online now here and so i did this online chat same thing basically yeah uh we're having trouble in your area um people are working on it we'll call you when it's when it's fixed (laughs) don't call us (laughs) jeez okay that's that's really helpful thank you so it's been out for easily 24 hours well, if you go to... Um, it's like caveman times. Yeah. Caveman. I, how are you even I don't existing? Know. I don't know. I'm that powerful a human being, I guess. If you go... That I've been able to overcome it. To the... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm proud At least survive it. I don't know if I've overcome it. I've definitely survived it so far. So the Frontier Communications uh, down <clears throat> detector shows a mm-hmm. map of the United States. It appears that it's Dallas, L.A., Seattle... Looks like... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Looks like uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. All sorts of issues what out there. What happened? Uh, let's see, Tampa. And whatever it was happened to my cell service, too. So, I, I don't know. Really strange. Mm. Weird. Well, I'm, I'm, I look at you as a hero. <clears throat> the fact that you're even able <laughs> well, and to... And you should. You probably should. To speak right. sentences today. Right? Considering that you don't have <laughs> internet... Any of that stuff. Or phone or TV. Nothing. No, How are you doing? and I survived That'd be anyway. Superhuman. It's incredible, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Well, I eat right. Well, actually, I don't. Mm-hmm. I get plenty of rest. No, I don't. I don't get plenty of rest either. And I don't take Geritol. Uh, so anybody who <laughs> remembers those commercials and that uh, list they used to go, hey, how do you do it? Well, I eat right, exercise, and take Geritol twice a day. I don't do any of that. So <laughs> that doesn't explain it. Huh. 
I guess I'm just superhuman, Keith. I guess yes, <laughs> that's, that's the only explanation. What it is. Uh... Also, yesterday we had the video of the kids uh, shouting out their hatred, literally screaming their hatred for uh, Donald Trump. Teachers, I mean, these were kids as young as five years old, and the teachers had them chanting, "Who do we hate? Donald Trump. Who do we hate? Donald Trump." Uh, you gotta go to school to learn rhymes like that. Yeah, it's real good. Really, really good. Uh, so we got a tweet here from Steve. Can you imagine the outrage if kids were saying that about Obama? Oh, yeah. It'd be racist. It would be... Uh, Investigate the parents. Yeah. The end of civilization as we know it. Uh, also, I love this. This a little, We're going to talk about her a little bit more later on. But this uh, girl from... I don't know. She's 15 or 16. 14, 15, I don't know. Greta Thunberg from mm. Sweden, mm-hmm. Switzerland, Swahili. I don't know where she's from. <laughs> uh, but she was at the UN when Donald Trump was at the UN. And everybody's <gasps> uh-huh. making oh. a big, fat, stinking deal out of the fact that she glared at him. Oh, no. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. There she is. Look, it, it's an actual glare. It yep. is a, that, that's a yep. certified glare. Sure. Look at that. Look right, right there. Right there. With the glare. Right there. <laughs> the glare from down there. Uh, so there it was. There it was. And people are just really excited about She's it. She's not a happy girl. She gave stink eye to the President of the United States. That, now she's a hero. <laughs> so pathetic. Uh, agonizing. Also, after yesterday's show and all the insanity, all the climate chaos insanity we played for you, Kara tweeted this out, a bunch of the headlines that, as always, uh, turned out not to be accurate. In 1970, the big headline, the new ice age, we're all going to (laughs) die. We're all going to die is added, I believe. Uh, 1980, acid rain, we're all going to (laughs) die. 1990, the ozone layer is gone. We're all going to die. 2000, global warming is melting the glaciers. We're all going to die. 2010s, climate change in 12 years. We're all going to die. Yeah. Shut up. (laughs) But they won't. No. They'll keep it going because they have to. And they've, they've done a really, really good job scaring the absolute bat crap out of our kids. I wonder what the fear of the uh, 2020s will be. Uh, hmm. Probably uh, an ice age again. We'll, maybe we'll bring go it, back bring to it that. Back around. Okay. And for the same, same reason that caused the first ice age scare. We're going into a mini ice age. Uh, the, the world is going to, it's cooling off too quickly in the 70s. Then the world is getting warmer too quickly. And what was the, wait, what was the ice age caused by? CO2? CO2 is driving the temperature down. And then what was the, what was causing the increase in temperature now? CO2, it's pushing the temperatures up. <clears throat> so the next one will be CO2 is pushing the temperatures down. Or just okay. CO2 making it a perfect day, 70 degrees and sunny. What was the guy's name we talked to uh, last week? Um... Uh, oh, about Dr. Tim climate Wall? change. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he said that, yeah, I mean, the glaciers have been melting since the Ice Age. This, it's nothing new. It's not unprecedented. They've been melting for thousands of years. 
they're not all going to melt. They're not. The world is not going to be completely devoid of of glaciers, but it's part of the natural process. Uh, also, yesterday we had the college student at USC that was majoring in. Do you remember this? Empathy as communication. I think she was one of the climate change people, right? Yes. Uh, empathy, so empathy as communication. Empathy was her, uh, as major. communication. In fact, not just a major. That was her. She was going after oh, a doctorate. doctorate. That's right. Yeah, going after a doctorate in oh, empathy as communication. USC, you uh, are something. All right. Else. So, inadvertent yodeler <laughs> tweeted: "I was told if I major in what I love, I wouldn't have to work a day in my life. So, I studied empathy as communication. Now I see the reason I won't have to work. It's because those jobs don't actually exist." <laughs> Awesome. Well done. <laughs> yeah, it's not because it doesn't seem like work. It's just because there is no work in that particular field. Uh, also, Notorious Corn Pop tweets, Pat, you said you're going to show people the way uh, to the f- to the food on the cruise next spring. Will you also be visiting the kitchen staff and sharing your awesome kale recipe with them? Mm. Yes, I should. I don't know if I have to because I don't know if... I think it's Italian food, like gourmet Italian food on the cruise. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if Italians eat kale. Do they eat it? Boy, I don't know. I don't think so. I think I think they're too sophisticated for uh-huh. kale. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me take a minute and tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. Speaking of kale and mm-hmm. my fabulous recipe and for And that's it. how you're superhuman. That's how you're able to function this morning. Well, thank because, you. Mm-hmm. It's because of my kale recipe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you have, if you've missed it, I actually got this from a listener, the original recipe. I didn't think of this on my own. No. No, it's I'm not a good cook. And so uh, she shared her, her kitchen prowess with us. And what you do is you warm up a skillet, like a, you know, a no-stick fry pan. Okay. And then you coat it in, say, coconut oil is my favorite. Because it adds a little sweetness to it. And so you get that nice and, and warm. And then you put the kale on top. Then you pick up the pan by the handle, okay. walk it over uh, to the garbage, and then just dump the kale into the garbage. What? Yeah, it slides right off. Oh, that's Slick cool. as you please. It doesn't slick stick. as you please? Yeah. It doesn't stick to the pan. Nothing. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah, it's a great recipe. That, that is pretty handy. If, if, you, if you share my love for that recipe on kale and many other vegetables, then you probably, like I do, need a field of greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, these days, you go online and you get these phony ads selling health powders and drinks with catchy headlines like, Dr. Save Man with Weird Trick. <laughs> then you sit through some incredible video presentation that's like 55 minutes long with some guy in a lab coat. Uh, it's just, you don't need any of that. What you need is Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens. Includes actual doctors and professional human performance experts who got fed up with all the garbage on the market and wanted to create a quality product that would actually improve your health. And that's how they came up with Field of Greens. Just one scoop of it has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables that boost your immune system using antioxidants, pre and probiotics. It's real food. It's not an extract from anything. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT.
Fox News and their critics kind of in a battle right now because Ed Henry went to the border, uh, was at the border and got an interview with the president there the other day. And uh, he claimed, I'm here seeing the new wall with my own eyes. So stop reporting that there is no new wall. You want to see the new wall? Come down and here it is. Mm. Well, it turns out that wasn't exactly new wall. It was, you know, it was replaced wall or fence again. Uh, it was, you know, we're putting it up in the places where it existed. Um, But his his words were, we've had Democrats on the show saying the president is not telling the truth. That's what they claim. When he says and boasts that there is new wall being built, I'm here to say the president is right and they are wrong. And that's not an opinion. That's my reporting. With my own two eyes, I was there. There is, in fact, miles and miles of new wall. Uh, They actually were replacing a 24-mile section of uh, fencing that was already there. Mm. Look, here's, here's the problem. The border barrier... Whether a wall or a fence, the the barrier at the border has not been extended. There were 650, according to Border Patrol, there were 654 miles of barrier when Donald Trump took office. Today, there are 654 miles of barrier. It's exactly the same. Now, I'm not saying that you know, repairing or improving the barrier is nothing. But it just isn't the thing we were promised. And, and I think we need to hold Donald Trump's feet to the fire on this. It's a big part of what got him elected. Why is nobody, conservatives, Republicans, it's okay to disagree with him from time to time. I'm not invested in Donald Trump. I'm invested in certain truths and principles and values that I believe in. So I, I don't think it's heresy to criticize him when it's warranted, and there has been no new wall built. There's existing wall replaced or repaired, but we have not extended that thing yet. It's you know here we are three years later almost, and we still don't have even a mile of new fence or new wall. I just don't. I don't. It would be nice if. He would just come out and say, look, I am trying to get this wall built. But the Democrats are standing in the way every step of the way. Call your representatives if you want the wall built. That's how it should be handled. Not, well, we're building miles and miles of new wall. When you're not building miles and miles of new wall. And just say that every day? Just say it every day. Every single day. Use your bully pulpit and tell people what's really going on so that you can energize and activate the American people with their representatives. Or your Twitter account. I mean, that's that's the newsmaker every day with this president. Mm-hmm. Go that route. I mean, we just, we've got to get this done, and it's not being done. I mean, I again, it's great that we're repairing it and making it more difficult, because in some cases, there was fencing that had been torn up. There was holes in it. You know, it just wasn't working, and people are just coming over it. If you replace that with a 30-foot steel beam wall, then yeah, it makes it considerably more difficult to get across. But we also need to be, and that was the promise. I'm going to extend the wall. We're going to build a border wall. 
and Mexico is going to pay for it. Now, I, I knew that wasn't going to happen from the very beginning. And I don't care because I'm willing to pay for that. Just get that done. <laughs> I just, we've been saying for so many years now, secure the border. We'll take care of the rest later. Se- but secure the border and enforce U.S. law. That is, that's got to be the foundational element of fixing the border situation. You know, a nation, from my perspective, that can't agree on something that, for me, is so obvious and should be just common sense, for us to, as a nation, we can disagree about everything else, but that we can't agree on protecting our nation? It's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, it leaves little room for hope. Yeah, it's national suicide. We don't do it. So, let's get her done. Get her done. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it would be nice if the president would just activate his base. Get on top of your representative, you know, in a nice way. I mean, like calling them, emailing them, tweet them, whatever it takes. Get them to take action. Let me tell you about uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. A uh, thousand active agents across this country. And there's another 5,000 agents waiting to get on the list. They really want to be because it's good for them and it's it's good for you. Why? Because we really fully vet these agents. Make sure that they're doing a good job for you. We check up afterwards to make sure you had a good experience. So if you've been trying to sell your home or you're trying to buy a home, maybe you're doing both because you're relocating to a new area. Um, and if you're tired of there being no urgency on the part of your realtor, Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. They've got good marketing plans. They've got great track records. And they take care of you. They'll return your phone calls in minutes, not hours. And they're experts in your market. They, they understand the market and where to price your home so that it sells fast and for the most money. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Gray. Uh, that's me. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So uh was Biden terrific yesterday on the campaign trail? I think the guy's all together now, right? He's getting it all back on on track. It is stride again, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right back in the in the groove, if you will. Uh he refused to make his case though on the uh, his economic plan. Um, but here's, here's Joe talking about what he's going to do or not going to do, or not talking about what he's well, in talking Iowa, about doing. The unemployment rate is two and a half percent. People say they are employed in Iowa a, and their small businesses pause it are for growing. A second. It's so Iowa. weird. That is a weird interview setup. She's standing, she's standing across the room from him. They're in this big empty area. <laughs> With just a Biden sign behind him. That may be uh, Joe Biden's uh, <laughs> new rule. Uh, if yeah. he's in the same room as a female. You got to be at least double arm's length apart. away from me. Otherwise, I'll molest you. Uh, so just, you know, back up. Back up, Putin. All right. Let's see that again from the top. Well, in Iowa, the unemployment rate is 2.5%. People say they are employed in Iowa and their small businesses are growing. Uh-huh. Okay. I would pick they're, they're Trump by... Before he, they're employed before he got... Elected. The president won well, by 10 percentage points. In well, Iowa. I'm not suggesting he didn't win by 10 percentage points. 
What are you suggesting? Is he's not yeah. the reason for the unemployment rate being down. But why he's should inherited. people want to make a change, no, though? He is. Well, he that's is up to them to decide. Why should they? Wait, what? It's for them to decide. <clears throat> we'll make your case. I'm not going to. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to. That's what he said. I'm not going to make my case. <laughs> I, I'm not going to. See what he say? Uh, what I was. That's exactly what I was saying. He's right back on he, track, man. Same old Joe. That's great stuff. Man, he's back in the groove. Oof. <laughs> what? Make your case. I'm not going to. <laughs> Wait, then why should I vote for you? You're asking me to vote for you without making a case? Well, that's up to them. Well, yeah, but you got to give them a reason to choose you, don't you? No, I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. All right, well, perfect. Uh, good night. Drive safely, everybody. I'm going to sit on this lead and hope for the best, which actually in Iowa is not a lead anymore. Elizabeth Warren is in uh, Elizabeth Warren is ahead of him there Mm -hmm. uh, and in several other somewhat important states like uh, California, for instance. She took the lead in California in a new tracking poll with 29% to Bernie Sanders, 21%, followed by Joe Biden in third place at 18%. In California. So he's he just got passed up by Elizabeth Warren in Iowa. Now he got passed up by Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders in California. Yeah, and there's some dissension in the ranks now uh, on MSNBC. They were talking about yesterday how if you're still a Bernie Sanders mm. supporter and you haven't come over to the Elizabeth Warren camp, well, it's probably because you're a sexist. Yeah. Like, good one point. of the things that's also striking <laughs> me about this, this, this most recent poll out of Iowa, Bernie Sanders... Um, has, has Bernie Sanders, has he peaked? It does feel that way. It feels like Warren is pulling together a coalition of people, particularly women and also people of color who liked Hillary Clinton. I think in all of our talking, like our our talking head, we act like there's nobody who actually liked her. There are, in fact, people that liked her. And so she is in many ways pulling a lot of that support, Mm. but also pulling a lot from Sanders. And Sanders is still in the race. What Mm. we're seeing of his supporters is there's there's a ceiling. There is nowhere to go, but there is no up to go. And all of those support, I actually heard overheard Mm. someone saying that I thought was an interesting point that um, basically at this point, if you are still supporting Sanders as opposed to Warren, it's kind of showing your sexism because she has more <laughs> detailed plans and her plans have evolved. I thought it was what? an interesting That's point, out. and I think there may you be did. something you to it. That was, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I agree with all that. <laughs> it's, um, it's of course you do. Chris. Of course you do. Sexism. At least they're calling their own side sexist now. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. I so love if, that. If you don't support Elizabeth Warren, it's because you're sexist. Mm-hmm. It's not because you like the other person's policies better. It's because the other person's a man, and you're not voting for the woman. Ugh. Heaven help us. <laughs> Please. Literally, we need help from heaven here. Because, <sighs> I mean, this is, this is going downhill fast. We're racist on everything. Uh-huh, yep, you got it. Uh, we're sexist on everything. Correct. We are homophobic. Yes. We are transphobic. Yes. We're Islamophobic. You got it. We're phobophobes. We're even afraid of fear. Hmm. So uh, we're in a bad way here. She's, she's, she had just that happy little attitude of, well, if, you, if you don't vote for Elizabeth Warren, that means you're a sexist. And I think there's something to that. Well, of course you do. Uh, uh, I I agree with everything. Oh, yeah. Because, that you just said, because I'm a, a, a wuss liberal man. And you're playing identity uh, politics, and that's what I have to do. Because mm-hmm. that's the way it is on the left. 
Uh, we got to identify, uh, you know, with the women and uh, other minority groups. Time out, time out. Unless that is a woman, say, who wants to defend herself by owning a gun. Well, then oh. she's not really a woman, okay. is she? How about a woman that goes mm -hmm. to prison and uh, has to be subjected to a male who identifies on the day of his booking into the prison? Well, is he identifying as a, as a woman? As a woman. Okay, that's the woman we're protecting then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> it's it's madness. It seriously is madness. Please, yes, stop the world. There we go. We just shut it all down. Good night now. Drive safely, everybody. <laughs> drive. Did you yeah, say you drive? can't drive. You I can't drive you can't. in this can't drive. world that you no, just you shut down? No, you can't. <laughs> That's very true. No. The sidewalks and the streets have all been rolled up. We've shut it all down. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, you know, we were talking about the California situation. Isn't it interesting to note that the top three are Warren, Sanders, Biden, Kamala Harris. From California is fourth. Her campaign's essentially over. She's just, I mean. She's resorted to dancing in Iowa. Yeah. She might as well go home. Uh, Buddha Judge has lost any momentum he once had. He's down to 7% there. Andrew Yang, 4%. Tulsi Gabbard, Beto's at 2% in California. So they appreciate him oh. about twice as much as the rest of the country. Good for him. But don't yeah, forget, not a role. Beto leads in Texas uh, among Latino uh, men who are handicapped <laughs> and don't have don't have uh, uh, all their limbs. Uh -huh. But I think but you have to be missing at least an arm or a leg. Don't forget that was like last week when I got the press release from the Beto campaign. Beto leads Biden in Texas, you know, his home state. And then you read the press release among, among Latino <laughs> males that we've tricked <laughs> into believing that is he's Hispanic. <laughs> Because, you, you know, his first name is Beto, even though it's not. Oh, boy. But I, I figure at this Perfect. point, at this point in your campaign, if you aren't leading in your home state by double digits, mm -hmm. goodbye. Because remember, yeah. we were just reading oh, yeah. yesterday how Tom Harkin, Tom Harkin won in Iowa? When was that? 92 over Bill Clinton? Oh, yeah, that's right. He's from Iowa. Of course he won mm -hmm. Iowa. See, if you aren't mm -hmm. leading in your own state... Right. Then call, you might as well go home. Call it a campaign. You might as well go home to your home state. Gore didn't win the presidency because he couldn't win his home state. Yeah. So yeah. that's just a bad sign. Yes, which is, again, why Kamala Harris should be wrapping up her campaign and going home. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and I, I don't think that Elizabeth did, well, maybe she does now. There was a time when Elizabeth Warren did not lead in Massachusetts. Now, that may have turned around. So, I mean, I and that is inexplicable. I don't even understand the momentum that Elizabeth Warren has. She was absolutely, this reminds me a lot of the campaign of uh, John McCain back in 2008 when because of his, in, in large part because of his stand on immigration, he was dead in the water for mm -hmm. a while. He was at like 2% and nobody, nobody wanted John McCain. Then all of a sudden he got fire. I will never forget um, around, the, I think it was Labor Day in Charleston, South Carolina, John McCain came to town and they showed the wide shot, the embarrassing wide shot while he's speaking, hardly anyone there standing in front of the stage. Mm -hmm. And just a few weeks later, 
He's in the lead. That I think it was that lady got killed in Pakistan. Um, that uh, that female leader, and it just showed like, oh look, we we have trouble in parts of the world still. We need an international leader, someone who understands foreign affairs and stuff. I don't know. I think that's what it was, but uh, inexplicably be. he took off after that. And yeah, yay! And By it, the way, the next Democratic debate, October fifteenth. Uh, I think after that, there's going to be a lot of tents folding up and calling it quits. October, yeah, they have to, because you're just wasting money and time now. And you're extending this thing to the point where eventually the Democrat Party is going to get pissed off at you because they need somebody to rally around. They need to focus their energy. And if you're splitting the vote and splitting the time and energy, they're not going to be happy with you. Yeah, I'm sticking by my number of seven. Seven Democrats will still be in the race on January 1st. Is this the one that's the uh, LGBTQQIA2 plus That debate? is the week before. Oh, okay. So that's like October. Oh, yeah, and they all do that. It's not really a debate. I think they all come Town in and hall. talk about it. 30 minutes for each candidate to talk about something that oh, can you imagine? hardly anyone cares about. Good job, CNN. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Reach us at Pat Unleashed. On Twitter, uh, where Atmospheric Crud M tweets, If only there were roads to Pat's house, then a repairman could fix all the technical issues at his house. That's the interesting thing. The roads are just torn up between my house and, and Keith's. Uh, they're fine <clears throat> going other directions. Just really weird. That is I don't know, very weird. Don't know how that happened. Well, so then he should be should able to get over that. there. We should look into it. If he's it. not coming straight from my house. Right, hmm. right. Okay. Uh, Lone Wolf tweets, in other words, Pat had to come to work so he could move around on the internet like he likes. <laughs> yes. Uh, from Miss Lissa, hey, Pat, if all your modern technology is down, just follow Joe's advice and turn on that record player. <laughs> I <laughs> wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have to miss out on the daily word hearing count. Hear all those words. Uh, let's see. From... B to Bodine. So Biden's using the I don't have to and you can't make me strategy during the campaign. <laughs> I expect if he gets the nomination, his debate strategy against Trump will be, I know you are, but what am I? Same to you, but twice as much more of it. That would be another good line to or, throw in. Or I'm rubber and you're glue. Bounces Ooh, off me and sticks. it sticks to you, Mr. Trump. <laughs> That's powerful stuff. That's why we still we still remember it from third grade. Uh, uh, twenty twenty may give us that. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Tyler Morgan, it them Soylent Green. Thank you for those uh, pronouns. Uh, didn't FDR say the only kind of phobe we should be is a phobophobe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My, how the progressive platform has changed. Well, they're certainly afraid, and they're making our kids afraid. We showed you that yesterday. The kids are scared out of their minds seriously scared out of their minds. They have anxiety every day over climate change. Could be a beautiful sunny day. Temperatures, you know, 72 degrees. It's the same as always. Everything is the way it's supposed to be in its season. And they're scared. They're worried. They're freaking out over the climate. It's just bizarre and it's wrong. It's it's flat out evil is what it is. What they've done to these kids is evil. And for them to continually call Republicans or conservatives fear mongers when they have 
fear-mongered our children, an entire generation, into this strange anxiety where they think the world's going to end in 12 years. Now 11. I guess everybody's saying 11 now. (laughs) Okay, so where did that figure come from? And why doesn't anybody ask them, where do you get that figure? Where where does the 11 years come from? Uh, AOC? Yeah, who was quoting a report and that was written by people who have said over and over and over again that that's not what they said in their report. <laughs> Nobody said, even the worst of the global warming alarmists aren't saying the world is going to end in 12 years or 11 years. They're not even saying the world's going to end in 100 years. They're not saying anything of the kind. Uh, stop it. Child but, abuse. It is. It honestly is. I mean, without any facetiousness at all or exaggeration, I think it is child abuse. And the left likes to say, oh, look, kids have such anxiety these days because of the climate. No, they have anxiety because of what you tell them and teach them about the climate. Right. That's where they're getting their anxiety from. Yeah, they're not getting anxiety from uh, tornadoes in, uh, in Denver, Colorado, where tornadoes don't usually happen. They're, they're not getting anxiety from that because that's not happening. You know, if you were getting a tornado every day, say on the mean streets of Helena, Montana, where I, I don't think Montana's ever had a tornado Ooh. that I know of. Ooh, I'm looking that up. Look it up, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't remember one, certainly, when I was... And when Utah got hit by one in the late 90s, and it was, a, it was an F2, and it actually did kill one person. But that was, I mean, shocking. Nobody could believe it happened, but it did. You're looking for Montana tornadoes? Yeah, there was one. <clears throat> there uh, was one. But I don't know if that was the only one. Uh, that craw- it, it, like, it formed in Montana and then quickly went over to South Dakota. <laughs> it's like, whoa, I'm in whoa, the wrong state. I thought it was, oh <laughs> my gosh, I thought I was already in South Dakota. I can't, my I can't bad. write this beautiful state. Let's go to South Dakota. <laughs> my bad, y'all. <laughs> what year was that? When was that? Oh, was it recently or was it a long time it ago? It was in, uh, click, click, click. Uh, I'll bet nobody has ever been 2018 2018 oh just last year huh okay well if that's happening every day and it's an f5 let's say in helena montana on the mean streets and uh you know then you got one in new york city i I, you know you might if really catastrophic unprecedented things were happening that don't normally happen we always get floods there is occasionally drought um, you're going to have hurricanes, even though those are way down from where even they predicted this year. Uh, tornadoes are about the same, or a little bit. Uh, there's actually fewer than usual, but they get reported a lot more. But if all of these things were happening, and and it just I, you that never never happen, you could kind of understand a little anxiety. That's not the case. Yeah. And if unprecedented stuff starts happening, big deal. I mean, I, I love the story of the uh, 1816 was the uh, year without a summer in America. You know, and there was a really a volcano that spewed ash and, you know, it was gloomy and all this good stuff. We had uh, freezing temperatures in July, a frost uh, in August. Um, I mean, this stuff happens. It's so it makes weather imagine, fun. Can you imagine how great that would be in Texas? If we had, if we had a summer that was cooler than normal, ah, oh, 
as sick as everybody is of the heat <laughs> this year, I think we'd all welcome. We'd all welcome a nuclear winter in the summer. Listen to this. <laughs> Heavy snow fell in northern New England June 7th and 8th with 18 to 20 inch high drifts in Philadelphia. Wow. In Philadelphia, uh, the ice was so bad, every green herb was killed and vegetables of every description very much injured, according to blah, blah, blah. Can you imagine if that happened today, what they'd make out of that? Listen to this. Jeez. Frozen birds dropped dead in the streets of Montreal and lambs died from exposure in Vermont. Uh, and wow. on July 4th, one observer wrote that several men were pitching... Uh, it's a game, quotes, quotes, I don't know, in the middle of the day with heavy overcoats on. Um, August rolls around, killed crops, pigeons died, starvation, raccoons. And what, oh, uh, what year was this? 1816? Uh, 1815 or 1816. Yeah, let's huh. see. Wow. 18, 1816, yeah. Because of a volcano in Indonesia that happened in 1815. And I, I guess it took a year for it to go. I don't understand why uh, April 1815, hmm. uh, and I'm just reading this on the fly, but April of 1815 had that huge volcano, but by 1816, there was no summer in the United States. But uh, I remember uh, when I was a kid, there was an earthquake. Was it the Philippines? And it made for a cold winter uh, here. But that was not turn around An from earthquake that. made for a I'm cold sorry, winter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A volcano. Volcano. Turn, yeah. uh, yes. And so it's just a few months removed from, I think, when the ash spewed from that before we felt the effects. Maybe the air moves faster now because of climate change. <laughs> yes, it, yes, it does. It's changed all the patterns. All the patterns are completely different. Yeah, there we go. Look at that. Uh, Pinatubo, 1991, Philippines, caused global temperatures to cool by about one degree. Mm. Um, affected temperatures. In 1991? Yep. yep. It doesn't say exactly when, but I, I remember it being... What does it take to set off a volcano just to get a cooler I think I, no, I think what you do is you... Texas. Like, let's say right now we were in Hawaii. Uh, Maybe we could do this as a remote. You know, you'd send me out to the nearest volcano mm-hmm. that's dormant, yeah. and you'd just pour some baking soda in it. Okay. And you get a run, because yeah. then it's going to... Right. That's or you could sacrifice someone, right? Doesn't that set it off, too? Jeffy! <laughs> Jeffy, what are you doing? Jeffy! <laughs> uh, so, the climate nonsense just keeps coming. There, yesterday, we had the big uh, situation going on in D.C., where they clogged up the... We got a bunch of... Oh, gosh. Here's a look at uh, what was going on yesterday. So stupid. Watch this. Oh, they got their beatbox out there. Yay. Grandchildren are facing. Hot is burning. What are you gonna do? Pretend like nothing's happening. Oh, ten years. Seriously, ten years to solve the climate crisis. Oh, ten years. Ten years to solve it. Wow. Okay, now this guy. You're making enemies. See, he's probably on their side. And he probably agrees with them. Yeah. Ten years. Where do you get that? No other option. Want a hug? Want a hug? He's like, Nah, I'm good. Wow. That's that's what they've done to our kids. That's what they've done. Yep. It's you've created these little monsters. Congratulations. Coming of age and voting. Thank you, Al Gore. That's great. Uh, we've got more of that too coming up in a minute. Uh, first, let me tell you about Riduzone. If you ever wonder why you can't seem to control your appetite, 
regardless of your diet or your commitment. You always feel hungry. Believe it or, believe it or not, that's just part of nature. Scientists now understand that our brains are wired for survival, and so our brains continually tell our bodies, need more calories, no matter how much we eat. But your body has a molecule called OEA. That sends a signal to your brain that you're full. But if you're like most people, you probably don't produce enough of it. That's where Riduzone comes in. It's made of OEA. It contains that, and that's about it. There's no stimulant in it. There's no caffeine to make you jittery. Been endorsing this for years now, and... I love the fact that we hear all the time from listeners who come here and, and cut commercials for them how great it is and how thankful they are that they came across Riduzone, that we told them about it. It's a safe, vegetarian, gluten-free supplement that just tells your body, stop eating. You're full. So stop fighting your nature now and manage your hunger and your weight with Riduzone. Use the promo code PAT when you order and get 30% off a three-month supply. Go to riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U zone.com. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Is there another clip of the DC uh, goofballs? Sure is. Jeez. Check out the party. Blocking traffic, having a good time. Yeah, there they are. Their sign. What is it? Climate extinction rebels. Rebel? Or rebel? Rebel. Rebel. Yeah. Climate extinction rebellion. Ah, there it is. Okay. What does it say? Is something is on fire because. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Act like your house is on fire. Because it is. Because it is. Oh, that's. (laughs) That's like the uh, Elizabeth Warren theme from a few years ago. Uh oh, what's happening oh, now? Oh no. What, what's going on here? I heard a crowd get loud. Boy, that music makes me want to like work out with a headband. Yeah, there you go. What do you do here? I got to get to work. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And they're not moving. They're just standing in a crosswalk holding a sign that says Climate Extinction Rebellion, blocking traffic. And now, what do you do if you're there and you're trying to get to work? Or you're trying to get anywhere, and they won't move. Well, shoot. They're and witnesses. police aren't doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. I guess you could drive slowly through them. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's still witnesses. I don't there. know what you can legally do. I guess you legally have to just sit there. <laughs> it just sucks. Boy, I... How's that helping your think, cause? I got to think this one through. Yeah, how is it helping your cause? Because the climate freaks have become more annoying than the PETA freaks. Because I remember the PETA freaks by far 20 years ago mm-hmm. dumping chicken manure in the middle of a busy intersection during downtown Atlanta rush hour traffic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back at the time, that was obscene. Mm-hmm. The PETA folks seem tame now compared to what the, the climate yeah. activists say and, and what they've done to our children. I've, I've told the story before. I think you'd left uh, by the time this happened. In Houston, there were some downtown area janitors that went on strike. And so SEIU sent a whole bunch of activists from Chicago to Houston. And because they're janitors, they thought it would be really helpful to uh, load up dump trucks or flatbed trucks and drive into intersections and then dump all the garbage in the middle of the intersection. Oh, 
gosh. like on main thoroughfares like Westheimer, mm-hmm. uh, which goes through you know just some of the nicest and and busiest parts of town, mm-hmm. and you're not winning friends or influencing people for your cause when you're doing that. When I'm on my way to work and you've just dumped garbage in my way in the middle of an intersection, I'm not thinking, hey, yeah, I want to help those people. <laughs> what a great, what a great idea. Mm. <laughs> now I want you to get 15 bucks an hour. I really do. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. You're just pissing people off. Seriously. Has anyone, I would love to know if there is someone that was swayed, their opinion was changed from one of these ridiculous over-the-top protests. Yeah. From any any group whatsoever. Have you ever been like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? That inconvenience makes me think, huh? Yeah, I like them. Yeah. I like them a lot now. You know what? I'm going to support their cause. I needed to get to work on time today. I got a big meeting. But, but they made me really late. You know what? I'm joining this climate extinction rebellion right now. Yeah, I'm know. doing it. I'm getting out. I'm going to park my car right here so that it impedes traffic. Yeah. And I'm going to go join those wonderful oh, people. Oh, you skipped a step. <laughs> when you get out of your gas guzzler, you hand over the yeah. keys to someone. You're like, I can't I can't drive this anymore. Right, right. I've been swayed that uh, you know combustion engines are bad. And so, Yeah, because you guys had a climate extinction rebellion yeah. sign in front of me, and that just hit me where I live. And uh, in fact, I just filled here's it the up. keys. I filled up the tank. It's got a full tank for you. Here's the keys. Enjoy it. Because um, uh, <laughs> take I've, it directly to a, a trash compactor to be pulverized. Okay. I, I just want this this SUV to be out of existence now. Thank you for helping me see the light. Appreciate that. Seriously. That's. I mean, is that what's going to happen? I. I can't. Just the opposite. <laughs> Does not make any sense. Then we got this crazy lady at another climate rally. I think this is a different one. This is from uh, over the weekend. Yeah. And I'm she's fun. And so are all of you. And we okay. are not here to talk about our sacrifices and our doom and gloom and not existing. We are here to create. Mm. What? Oh. What are you creating? We are creating this movement mm. every day because mm. every day of inaction drives more action from us. What in Jeez. what? Psycho. Help us. Just sad. All right, it's uh, very sad. It's psycho. But, you know, thank you, left-wing Democrats, uh, the goofballs, the algorites that have created this hysteria for these young people. In public education. Thank you, public education. This is what you've done to them. Congratulations on that. You've done a great job of just freaking out all the millennials. That's really great. And then you got this uh, girl who is at the, uh, this is Generation Zero or something. What are they calling the the new generation since 2000? She's part of that. Greta Thunberg, you know, the Swedish teenager. She went to Swedish parliament. She's been to the mm. EU. Then she took a boat ride oh, yeah? across the Atlantic oh, to cool. wind up in the United States. What kind of boat yeah. was it? Do we know? Uh, I think it was a carbon neutral boat. Was it? Yeah. Was it like a yeah, solar Yeah, completely carbon powered... neutral. Yeah, it was, it was powered just by the wind. It was a sailboat. A sailboat. <laughs> yeah, what kind of boat? I, I want to know that. What kind of boat? She sailed across the Atlantic. And uh, coming to save us, yeah, and she's here to save us because mm-hmm. nobody knows more about this climate situation than Greta, than 15 year old Greta Thunberg. 
Well, it was a zero emissions boat, Pat. What you see? But but what was used to make the sail? Um, uh, human skin. <laughs> Don't give them any ideas, man. They Ouch. are they are this close to making that <laughs> I a know. reality. I know. What was the sail made of? I don't know. Oh. Uh, I thought there was a big reveal coming. But no. No. I'm just imagining it was probably a bunch of uh, fossil fuels. All right. We've got to get into uh, what Greta said at, at the UN yesterday. Mm-hmm. We already showed you the stink eye she gave the president of Ooh. the United States. That had to hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she had lots to say to the wonderful UN, who is usually so good at everything they do. But she's not pleased. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Twitter. Uh, where Gender McGender Face tweets, Proud of you and your family for weathering the tech blackout. Thank you. Appreciate that support. A um, <laughs> lot of admiration on that today. Yeah. It's, uh, so many, so few people have been, been through this, and they, they, but they can just imagine well, what it might be like. They've been through it, but they yeah. haven't made it on the other side like you did. Yeah. They just didn't make it. And as Gender McGenderface says, most families would have turned into the Donner Party <laughs> almost immediately. Yeah, they would have eaten each other. They would have. They would have killed and eaten each other. Mm-hmm. No internet for five minutes? <laughs> what do we do? You know what? Time to kill Uncle Fred uh-huh. and eat him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. That's where we're if at, you're man. S- Think of it, though. Your cell service is down. Your internet is down. And your cable TV is down. All at the same time. I seriously don't know how you didn't go on a murder spree to justify that. Right? Because you had had, uh, an alibi, definitely. I will say this. Had Uncle Fred been in the house, we may have killed him and eaten him. We may have. But fortunately, he wasn't there. So it was just my wife, me, and our daughter, and I wasn't. I wasn't quite willing to kill either of them yet. Yeah, you don't want not yet. immediate you know, family members. Not, not imme- no. It's people you see once or twice a year. You're like, eh, I'm not. At the end of today, who knows? Yeah. If, yeah. It's, not, if it's not restored by the end of today, mm-hmm. I don't know. Fred's, I, I, Fred, Uncle Fred's getting it? Yeah. You're well, not, I might invite him over. Because yes. you're, you're not attached to him, so <laughs> it makes it easier. Except how can I invite him when I don't have any cell service? That's <laughs> 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 uh, crazy. Alexandria Go tweets, uh, with all these adults using kids as pawns and what they have them chanting, shouldn't the anti-bullying groups be all over them like white on privilege? <laughs> That's a great expression. <laughs> That's like white on privilege. That's brilliant. Uh, Smallmouth Bass Kurt, if one of my kids was scared over climate change, I'd tell him to grow some giblets and ignore the nonsense. Nice. Uh, Steve... Who, what, it? (laughs) Thank you, Steve. A summer that's cooler than normal in Texas is about a constant 95 degrees. Well, that would be a lot cooler. Seriously, we had a lot of days over 100 uh, this year. I would take 95 steady all summer long. Yeah, yeah. and especially if there's no humidity with it. And if you humidity recall, is what kills. This summer started off nice and cool. It did. June, yeah, it did. July. It wasn't until July 30th that we hit 100. Boy, we haven't yeah. looked back. We paid for it. We paid for that mm-hmm. nice weather with uh, the most hideous late summer of all time. That's nah, not really true, but it felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's true. I remember the the year we moved here, 2012. Uh, the, maybe it was a year before we moved here. They had like 73 days in a row. Yeah, that was 2011. Yeah. Over 100 degrees. 
Climate change. Climate mm, change. Just saying. No wonder these kids are out of their minds. They should be. I mean, it's been hot. Right? <laughs> now, yeah. now we're on your side. Uh, thank you. Because we had to... We had, I'm sorry that we... Now used... that we thought about it for a minute, yes. <laughs> Damn it. I'm standing in the middle of intersections today. today? And you're not getting past me. Okay. Well, yes, I mean, you got nothing else going on. If somebody <laughs> drives over me, I don't care. I've lost my cell uh-huh. service. I lost my internet. Yeah, I was and say, I lost my cable. You got nothing to live for. I got nothing to live for. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the day to go ahead and drive right over the top of me. I don't even care. It's all about timing, kids. (laughs) Uh, From Capitalist Bastard, new invention, drive-through climate crisis protest. Press the pedal on the right. They'll move. Uh I guess they probably would. And, you know, I wouldn't want (laughs) to... This is awesome. Yeah, DMX DM just sent that over. Nobody cares about your protest. There we got it. We got it on the screen there. Oh, okay. Nice job, Candace. Way to get that in there. (laughs) <laughs> it, it features a vehicle with uh that's not that is not funny lying in the air <laughs> oh, that, oh yeah no that's beto behind the wheel apparently as the kid goes <laughs> right yes uh but they will move i think they will move and that won't be the result and it, you know any decent person would just drive really carefully and slowly through them at first yeah yeah but then you don't want to get stuck you know i want a ticket for stopping in the middle of an intersection Pat. Yeah, right. So once I get through it halfway, then I got to keep going. Then you're I've moving. committed. Yep. Uh, from Ivan's interesting number, Sweden's exports have really gone downhill. Yeah, they have. <laughs> and from Steve, kids these days don't have ADHD. They have CHPD, climate hoax psychosis disorder. And here's a good example of that very ailment. Uh Little Greta Thunberg, she went to the UN, and uh, she gave him quite a lecture yesterday. Okay. Here's what she had to say. What's your message to world leaders today? Here we go. All right. Uh, Ready? Get the mic ready, Greta. All right. My message is that we'll be watching you. You'll be, oh, no. Uh, okay good oh, yeah yeah good she's stuff. gonna watch us yeah, oh her, boy that was her unprepared remark mm-hmm. this is all wrong yeah i shouldn't be up here no that's that's for sure i should be back in school thank you on the other side of the ocean yes please do that go Yet back you all come to us young people for hope what how dare you oh wow oh how dare you I? You stolen my dreams <laughs> and my childhood with your empty words. What? Yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. Okay. People yeah. are suffering. Uh-huh. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are, are collapsing. From- we are in the beginning mm. of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. Oh. How dare you? Oh, and the lemmings at the UN How dare your loving parents. it. Jeez. Oh my god. For more god. than 30 years, the science has been crystal clear. No, no, it really hasn't. Putin. How dare you continue to look away mm. and come here saying that you're doing enough when the politics and solutions needed are still nowhere in sight? You say you hear us and that you understand the urgency. Uh. But no matter how sad saying. and angry I am, mm-hmm. I do not want to believe that. 
because okay. if you really understood the situation oh, okay. and still kept on failing to act, mm -hmm. then you would then. be evil, and that oh, wow. I refuse to believe. No, oh. go ahead and believe yeah. it. Most of the people there yeah. at the UN, most of them are, <laughs> most of them are in fact evil. No, you mm -hmm. nailed it there, Greta. The popular no. idea of cutting our emissions mm -hmm. in half in ten in years. Half? Only gives us a 50% chance. How come she sounds like she's from the UK instead of Sweden? And the risk of setting off irreversible chain reactions beyond human control. Fifty <laughs> percent mm -hmm. right. yeah. may be acceptable to you. Right, but it's it's not but to you. those Greta. numbers oh boy. do not include tipping points, tipping most point. feedback loops, additional warming <laughs> hidden by toxic air pollution, or yeah. the aspects of equity and climate justice. Cool. Yeah, great. Climate they also justice. rely Don't forget the on justice. my generation mm -hmm. sucking hundreds of billions of tons of your CO2 out of, of the air CO2. with technologies that barely exist. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she lives so in a, a tent 50 risk and walks everywhere she goes. It's simply not acceptable to us. It's we not have to live uh -huh. with the consequences. Okay. All right. So we've got have a 67 percent chance of staying below a 1.5 degrees of global I can't temperature take it rise. Anymore. I can't the best take it. I can't do it. Let's go. Uh, oh, good golly. <laughs> that is. So now we've got to answer to her. I guess we answer to her, to Greta Thunberg of Sweden. How dare you? How dare you? All of you little lemmings, the mindless, know nothing lemmings, stop. Yeah, Please. If, if you'd like to play Martin's caption this contest, uh, be sure to go to at Pat Unleashed where you can find uh, lovely Greta. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Very upset. And you can hear the whole thing if you can handle it. How dare you? I mean, just please <laughs> stop. Get back to us in 20 years, Greta, when you realize the climate was doing what it always does and that you should have been consumed... With other things that are much more pressing, like, I don't know, the advancement of socialism that is slowly but surely squeezing the life out of people all over this planet. No, you shouldn't be here. You really should go back to school and mind your own business. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you should do. I can't believe we're being expected to answer to Greta Thunberg, 15 years old, from Sweden. And I guess because she has, uh, I, you know, she's got some, what is it she has um, that they're making a big deal out of? Uh, autism, right? Does Asperger's, she have autism? Asperger's. Asperger's, yeah. autism. She's on this, the spectrum <laughs> mm -hmm. or whatever. So we can't say anything about it. We've got to pretend like she is the ultimate authority and she knows everything that that we just don't understand and she's making us understand now i'm i'm sorry uh we don't have to be gretophobes we really don't <laughs> okay if you're going to come over here and start lecturing us on our own soil i'm going to tell you no you know just go home please and and mind your own business uh, these are things you just don't understand. And I know you think you understand everything perfectly at 15 years old. Like all 15-year-olds do. They all believe that they know everything. They all believe that old people just don't get it. <laughs> Ugh, how dare us, you, Pat? How dare I? How dare how you? dare I? 
<laughs> it's really unbelievable. That is really unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Wes in uh, South Carolina, you're on the blaze. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. Him is he here. Appreciate that. Thank uh, you. Yeah, and, and this year's Oscar for best uh, actress <laughs> should go to Greta Thurman. I'm just saying. yeah, that was um, great. <laughs> you guys remember uh, a movie? 80s, maybe sometime called the Third Wave. Uh, I don't think Story so. Story about not, 1967. A high school mm-hmm. student asked his history teacher. I think his name was Ron Jones. How could the German people possibly easily follow Nazi mm. think and Hitler? And so he created a police state. And then this is a true story. It was in 61. Created a police state in his school. Turns out it was all a big hoopla, but the whole student body just bought into it. it was, I know it was a movie that came out based on a, on a true story. Mm. And you kind of think, this is exactly what's happening today. Yeah. How could wow. a whole country turn and follow insanity, and yet we're watching it happen right here? We don't remember Yes. History. That's our biggest problem. We just don't remember history. Excellent point. Uh, appreciate it, Wes. Thanks. Yeah, excellent point. We are watching it right now. We're seeing the an entire nation turn and start to follow insanity. It's exactly what's going on. Allen in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, turn your radio down, please. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid back in the 60s, uh, my mom would say, take a coat, it's a Reuben day. And I'd say, it's a what? There was a guy in Richmond, Virginia, Louis Reuben, and a year and a half out, he could tell you within 12 hours, a day was going to be colder than normal. Mm. So fast forward like two years, and I'm working in a, uh, a TV station. Louis Rubin calls me up. He says, uh, there was a volcano in some island in the Pacific. Uh, could you give me the latitude and longitude, please? Like, like I knew what latitude and longitude were. And... It turns out that when there was a volcano halfway around the world, the guy knew the the wind patterns aloft or whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. And he knew when that was going to, like the year without a summer, he knew when that ash was going to be blocking the sun over Richmond, Virginia. And, I mean, this guy would wow. give us like 20 or 30 of these things a year, but he gave them like a year or two out. I mean, you know, so Jeez. stuff happens and happened 50 years ago. Right, right exactly. Exactly. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Alan. And there are, you know, there are reasons for uh, certain things that happen, like volcanoes that will shade us from the sun's rays in certain parts of the planet at a certain time. Uh, and it does take a while for the winds aloft to bring the ash into the right place for that to happen. But the fact that uh, they can predict that the Earth is going to warm four degrees or whatever they're saying now, six degrees by uh, 2000, 2000, 2100, they, they have no idea. Again, as we've noted a million times, they can't even tell you accurately what's going to happen this afternoon with the weather. <laughs> But we're supposed to believe that, yeah, there's going to be a 12-inch sea rise, and it's going to be 6.5 degrees warmer by 2100. Okay. All right. Thank you. Good night. (sighs) Drive safely. Uh, All right. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. 
if you've developed pain and it happens every day and you, you have it all the time. And you haven't tried Relief Factor, <clears throat> how dare you? How dare you? My goodness, try it already. You're killing my dreams! <laughs> I Because I dream of you being pain-free. How dare you? That's a noble dream. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> That's just who I am. I'm a giver. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about others all the time. That's thoughtful. And your pain. And uh, so if your pain is caused by inflammation, there's a really good chance that Relief Factor can take care of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they offer a three-week quick start. It's just $19.95. Try it for three weeks. If it works, you'll be like 70% of others who order it on a regular basis because it works for them as well. For the vast majority of people, it does work. My pain isn't caused by inflammation. It's caused by it's caused by a disc jamming my nerves uh, into another disc, and so it doesn't it doesn't pull the discs apart. But Relief Factor does calm down inflammation and thus your pain. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. From the mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray, Unleashed. I went down to Miami and saw fish from the ocean swimming in the streets on a sunny day. It's true. Really, I really did that, and it inspired me so much. I wrote this. Someone told me long ago, our ethnic boys have got to go. I know climate change is killing us. Mm. Now, Greenland's melting, as I've said, and pretty soon we'll all be dead. It's true. (laughs) And there is consensus. Here's the thing. I want to know. Have you ever seen the fish? I want to know. Have you ever seen the fish? Swim down your street on a sunny day. That's the abbreviated version right there. Thong. In honor of uh, climate action week yes thing going on right the climate action week thing which we've been looking so forward to and thank goodness we've heard from such reasonable people about what's going on in in uh in the climate with the climate on the earth how uh desperate our situation is (sighs) you know show us the way greta when the lord when the lord created this planet it's like I, I want this to be as fragile as possible so that like any innovation at all will just about destroy the thing, you know? <laughs> so that so that my creation mankind can destroy the creation uh, uh that I did here of the earth in a very short time. You know, like it's been here for four and a half billion years. They're I'm gonna allow them to kill it in one hundred. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. <laughs> Instead, you know what we find all the time is the self-repair of the Earth. And we've talked about this before. But it, it, I mean, the ozone layer is a great example of that. That was a big deal in the 90s. Oh, the ozone layer! we got to stop Freon! We changed our 
uh, coolant system. We changed uh, what what you do in a spray can, how that's delivered. We changed all kinds of things because it was killing the ozone layer, and then it repaired itself. Uh, the the oil spill from BP that was out there in the middle of the ocean, and it was gigantic, and it looked bad, and they they showed some helicopter footage of it, and it spread out for miles. Mm. What happened to that? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Earth took care of it in whatever way the Earth does that. I mean, you got to remember, oil leaks into the ocean nonstop every day, all day. <laughs> and so it knows what to do with oil because it does it all the time. Uh, not like you want to be careless with this stuff and just start dumping things into the ocean. We don't want to do that. But, I mean, the Earth is pretty darn resilient. Yep. Uh, the CBS report, again, do I have to give you the, the CBS report? <laughs> oh, that was a fun or do report. I have to give you a yodeling report? No, I'm going to I'm going to give you the CBS report. Okay. You just you made me do it. Mhm. So you mm-hmm. know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to do it. You're going to yodel? No, I'm not going to yodel. Oh, okay. But I'm going to give you a, I mean this they acted like this was something they didn't understand. It didn't know in the first place. Carbon emissions also trap heat. Today's report uh-huh. shows oceans have absorbed 90% of that heat, okay. raising ocean temperatures by half a degree. Uh-huh. Had all that heat gone into the atmosphere, right. air temperatures could have risen by more than 200 degrees. <laughs> you don't say. Huh. I mean, if. Huh. So, in other words, the Earth is working as it always does. It, it absorbs the heat. And I mean, did you not know that? Was that not factored in in the first place? Weird report. All right, but fortunately, we've got Greta here. and yeah. uh, How dare you? She's taking us to task. How dare you? Uh, so Martin has started this how dare you meme <laughs> with Greta look, giving you stink eye. Yeah. And then how dare you underneath it. He started us off here. An idiot pours milk into a bowl before cereal. How Me? You. How dare you? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have here? From Notorious Corn Pop. <laughs> you put mustard and ketchup on your grilled cheese? How dare you? How dare you? That is wrong. That's that is wrong. wrong. There's, there's no place for that. There's mm-hmm. no place in society for that. For that kind of nonsense. From Short Girl M. You're turning into the blaze at 7 a.m. Eastern? You're not. I'm not turning into the blaze at 7 a.m. Oh, right. You're not turning it. To- tuning. Tuning. Jeez, if I could read, it would be helpful, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Sure. It would make it would make the meme make more sense. <laughs> You're not tuning into the blaze at 7 a.m. Eastern? How, How dare, dare you? you? You have to do it three times. It probably wasn't worth yeah, doing. That's fine. It worked. Uh, other guy, Keith Malinak, oh, got into the act here. I like this guy. <laughs> you left the seat up? Uh-huh. How dare you? Dare you? <laughs> and so on. And so on. Scruffy nerf herder. More you got you. Chick-fil-A and didn't ask me? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Thank you, Greta. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this wonderful meme. Because it is fun. <clears throat> it, it just it just is. And uh, yeah, go back to school now in Sweden because uh, you were you were terrific. And but we're all done. Yeah, don't all be right. staying here. No freeloading. You're not staying in America. Get out. We're all. We're all done. It was, you know, it's such a nice visit. It's too bad you got to uh, get back so quickly. Right in the middle of school year. Dang it. But, mm. yeah, get back and get that education because, man, you know a lot of things. 
It would be nice if you knew a few more. Just go back and teach for all we care. Right? Get back there to Sweden. Teach some classes in climate change and climate chaos and climate disaster. And and that we only have 11 years left to live. Don't come back, please. Well, because of the CO2 that you That I care care about so much. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm looking out Mm -hmm. for the earth, okay? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Keith, somebody's got to. Somebody's got uh, to. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know, we've, got, we've come a long way since uh, children should be seen and not heard to uh, children should be seen, heard, believed, and uh, followed. We should we should follow Greta Thunberg down the climate chaos road to destruction. <laughs> Man, is this crazy stuff? It's just absolutely out of control, crazy. Yep. Uh, all right, Paige in Arizona. Hi, you're on the blaze. Morning, Pat. Morning, Keith. Morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this climate change is driving me nuts, and they, to me, they're, mm-hmm. they're just these kids are being abused. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't even know what they're saying. You know, <laughs> they have no clue about it. Page, no. page, how dare you? <laughs> how <laughs> dare you? That's a good question. Like me. That's a good question. <laughs> Thanks, Page. Appreciate it. How dare you, indeed? Huh. Did he just say they don't know what they're talking about? Mm. Huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat, I was hey. uh, looking at your guitars on the wall, and uh, uh-huh. I'm thinking about uh, Greta. Yeah. And I think she ought to inspire you to uh, give us uh, one of your originals. One of your originals. She, that mm-hmm. ought to inspire you to write an original tune. Oh. Ah. Right, what, like right, a, like how you dare you? Like I, well, I j- yeah, you haven't, you haven't done that in a long time. I just... I think you whoa. ought to write a little tune I called... I just played... How dare you? Greg... <laughs> The I man d- just gave you a tune in the voice of Al Gore live here in the studio. Have you ever seen the fish swim down the well, street yeah. on a funny day? Yeah, but but, but <laughs> you want another one. He wants more. He wants more. Greg that? wants more. Uh, all right. I thought, I, thought, I thought that was Al Gore. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. the confusion. Okay. Thanks. There was Thanks, confusion there. It. He thought Al Gore entered the studio <laughs> mm-hmm. to sing. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize it was you. You know, I give and I give. Right. And I give and I give. Mm-hmm. And then I give some more. Give some more. And, uh, but that is a good idea. But they're going to. How dare you. <laughs> should be a song. They're it gonna, should. They're going to put an amp in this uh, studio one of these days. And then I'll just pull it down. And then when someone like Greg uh-huh. calls and says, grab the guitar. Right on the spot, man. And start playing. Yeah. Monkey. Right. You're going to have to oblige. Exactly. And you'll have no excuse. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. Well, good. When that day happens. <laughs> When they find, when they do get, I mean, not finally, but of course, when they quickly get that that amp in here for these guitars that have only been here for what two weeks, yeah, uh, with so, no amp. So how long are you gonna give them till they get? <clears throat> I as long as it takes, because mm. you know you don't want to rush perfection. You really don't. Uh, from Trump fan eight hundred one, uh, we got Greta sees Joe Biden flirting with prettier girls and not her. <laughs> <laughs> how dare so, you? How dare you? I don't. Well, that's now somebody Trump fan eight hundred one 
is then saying that there are prettier girls than Greta. That's not right. That's, that's just not right. Not right at all. I can't even agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Biden's last brain cell tweets. Uh, Greta's Greta's response to President Trump taking two scoops of ice cream and her last juice box. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Uh, Jural 81. Apparently Greta got on a bus to the UN when she actually meant to get on a bus and go audition for a BBC drama series. Mm-hmm. Based on the applause, she would have gotten the part. Yeah. Uh, duct tape cram- cranium tweets. Uh, point of privilege, Greta. How did you get to this meeting? Right. Point of privilege. Right. What SUV brought you? Yeah. I wonder if there's footage uh, of that. Kale Too Tasty tweets, What is the common denominator within the immigration, climate change, and gun control movements? The modern-day Hitler youth movement. Mm. Has that feeling? Mm. It does, doesn't it? It just, just kind of does. Just saying. All over the place. Mm-hmm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and you got the leading presidential candidates uh, playing this game and and making the insanity even more intense. Uh, as Tucker Carlson showed last night, they're all saying the same thing. They all got together apparently and decided the best way to scare the crap out of young people and other Americans on climate change is to call it an existential existential threat. So they all do. That climate change is real, is an existential threat to our country and the entire planet. If NATO is about the common defense, the biggest existential threat is climate. This is climate change. Yeah. It really is the existential threat. The existential threat. We're going to have to address the most existential threat to our (laughs) nation in the world. Climate change. On climate change, the greatest existential threat threat that we face mm-hmm. that we are facing a climate crisis, crisis. it represents an, an existential, existential threat, threat to who we are as human beings that amazing I, I don't know is there a memo that went out no it's a band name existential threat and they all listen to the same band obviously <laughs> i mean how does that work do they all just get together and decide you know what we need to do to scare the the crap out of people what if we call it an existential threat doesn't that sound scary? It's existential. That means the very existence, like human existence, is a threat here. Wouldn't that be great to call it that? All right. I can't take any more. Uh, let's go to the video of uh, Terrence Howard the other day. <laughs> yes. And his thoughts on uh, on the Emmy <laughs> broadcast. He's, he's going to build the solar system and yeah. the planet Saturn. Without gravity. Without gravity. What day was that? Uh, today. <laughs> oh, today. today it's going to happen. T- today. That's great. So we don't have to wait long for that at no. all. No. Uh, well, what about the wave conjugations? There's a lot there, man. A lot of wave conjugations in the uh, platonic solids. You know, when you open the flower of life. Yeah, flower of life. It just, I mean, it, it opens up the, all these wave conjugations to you. Yeah, and um, and you start discovering the platonic solids again uh, in life, and that's just awesome. And don't forget, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, making uh, <laughs> whose head who, whose head's going to explode? Uh, Is someone's head? Did he say? Yeah, he said. Uh, oh, uh, Pythagoras's head. Oh, gonna Pythagoras. Explode. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make his head explode with what I've came up with. <laughs> Pythagoras is dead. I don't know if he's aware of that. They, I, don't, I doubt his head will explode over this because he's been that dead for was a while. So bizarre. I so weird. He might have been a little bit drunk or high. 
I don't know. Uh, no, possible? I don't think so. You don't think so? Because somebody sent us a story from 2015. The warning signs were there. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, we got some good quotes there um, from 2015 even okay. uh, about uh, his theories and, and his uh, new language that he was starting up. Okay. Yeah. He's, uh, I think he said, I was always wondering, you know, why does a bubble take the shape of a ball? Why not a triangle or a square? Why not? Can you answer that? I can't. Okay. Uh, I figured it out. If Pythagoras was here to see it, he would lose his mind. There it is. Einstein too. Tesla. <laughs> this is the last century that our children will have to be taught that one times that one times one is one. Yeah, it's not one. Uh, you know that. Okay. okay. No, I. I actually didn't. Oh, know that. okay. Well, how dare you question Terrence Howard? Terrence Howard's uh, success has not stopped him from claiming he spends up to 17 hours a day creating nameless plastic structures. See? Which are made up of cut up pieces of plastic and either stitched together with copper wire or soldered. <laughs> he believes prove his new form of mathematics. Aha! Uh-huh, new math! Howard studied chemical engineering at the Pratt Institute in Brooklyn until he fell out with one of his professors over the answer, one times one (laughs) equals one conundrum. Here's a quote. How can it equal one? If one times one equals one, that means that two is of no value because one times itself has no effect. One times one equals two because the square root of four is two. So what's the square root of two? Should be one. But we're told it's two, and that cannot be. Brilliant. Pythagoras is spinning like a lathe in his grave right now. The only thing that makes less sense than Keith math is Terrence math. Wow, that is something else. So that was four years ago. And now he's ready to reveal later today Uh his new... Good. Whatever he was promoting was there. new thing that it's so exciting. Ooh. Right? I mean, that was exciting stuff. Where are your red flag laws now? And where are your wave conjugations? That's what you need to know, to ask yourself. Where's my wave conjugation feels, taking me today? I'm sorry. I don't want to misinterpret you here. Uh-huh. It feels like you're mocking Terrence here. Oh, my gosh. No. A little bit. Oh, no. Like I just no, kind no, of no. picked up something in your voice there. No. Okay. Far be it from me. I mean, guy's blowing Einstein's mind. Hey, if this can replace Common Core math in schools, Terrence math, yeah, I'm there. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably makes about as much sense. I mean, one times one is two. Two. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know those annoying robocalls? We all get them. Sometimes they can be dangerous. You got to be careful. They could be scammers trying to steal your home's title. Uh, your home's title and mortgage are all online. And when data breaches occur, like the ones we've had recently, millions of home titles and mortgages are exposed to these thieves. And that's when the risk of home title fraud skyrockets. But what they do is go online, forge the document to make it look like you sold them your home. They forge your signature on there. It looks like, I mean, you will believe you signed that document. And then uh, they just take out a loan against your equity. Until your equity's all gone and you get stuck with all all those payments. If you're getting credit card or loan robocalls or mail, Home Title Lock will get you through this period with 60 risk-free days of protection. Register your address at Home Title Lock 
Find out if you're already a victim or you've, your home's been compromised. HomeTitleLock.com. Go there now. They will protect your home from it being stolen out from underneath you. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Now that we've blown the mind mm-hmm. of Pythagoras, uh, we've probably confused Einstein and Tesla. Uh, let me confuse Jeffy, <laughs> well, if I could. Not gonna, we got, <laughs> got plenty of time here. Not to blow his mind. <laughs> Eating meat, of course, this this will blow mine, too. Eating meat could be banned, like smoking, in Britain. According to one of Britain's most foremost baristas, baristers, barristers. Baristas? Baristas? No, it can't be baristers. It's barristers, like the the lawyer. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't have the story in front of me here. Not like a uh, a coffee Coffee shop maker maker person. Barrister. Okay. He called for the offense of ecocide to be introduced to prosecute those who damage nature on a massive scale uh, by eating meat. (laughs) Michael Mansfield warned that the farming of livestock for meat was destroying the planet and called for legislation to criminalize those who cause global warming and the willful destruction of wildlife. This is what we're coming to here. I think when when we look at the damage eating meat is doing to the planet, it's not preposterous to think that one day it will become illegal. No, that's it's true. It's not preposterous to think that. It, I mean, it's frightening to think that. It's chilling to think that. But it's not preposterous. There are plenty of things that were once commonplace that are now illegal, such as smoking inside. We know that the top 3,000 companies in the world are responsible for more than 1.5 trillion pounds worth of damage to the environment with meat and dairy produ- production high on the list. It's time for a new law on ecocide. To go alongside genocide and the other crimes against humanity. Wow. Ecocide. This uh, anti-meat movement is really starting to to become prominent. Uh, it's pretty frightening how quickly all of this stuff is happening around us. The global warming situation is really kicking into high gear right now. Uh, it's going to get tougher and tougher to fight this stuff off. She's ecocide? Yeah. I, this time Jeez. next year, we're going to be thinking back to this year as the good old days. Yeah. As cra- yeah. It's just exactly what we said in 2018. We said, boy, I can't wait to find out what 2019 brings us. Well, here we are. Remember when we first talked about eating meat being illegal? <laughs> Remember those days? <laughs> boy, I should have uh, stocked up in the freezer uh, with that meat. Of course, I can't power that freezer because they've made electricity illegal. Um, <laughs> so whatever. Ugh. It's unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, speaking of unbelievable, did you see Cory Booker? Oh, he's sad. On with uh, Joe Scarborough. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's having a hard time keeping his campaign afloat. <laughs> and oh man, we all want that campaign. Yeah, to keep we do. Going, don't we? 
That's good stuff right there. Look at this, please. Now, Democratic presidential candidate Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey. His campaign revealed over the weekend (laughs) that it must raise nearly $2 million by next Monday in order to remain viable in the 2020 race. So, Cory, what's your pitch? How are you going to do that? Well, Mika, it's already been the best two fundraising days of our campaign so far. Uh, Well over 10,000 people have responded to this challenge that we got in this race, not for an exercise in ego or vanity project. We got in it to win. And as you've heard from some of the previous people this morning, uh, the two most respected campaigns on the ground uh, are mine and Elizabeth Warren's. And we have more endorsements in Iowa from state legislators, from local mayors uh, Uh, than any of the other mm -hmm. candidates. We have built a campaign to win, but we wanted to be very honest with people. Uh, The fourth quarter is when you grow. (laughs) And if we don't have the money to grow, we are not going to be able to stay competitive in this race. Don't say that. Oh, no. Don't. don't. I I don't want to stick around if I'm not Uh. in this to win it. And oh, so Corey. we put out this uh, Wait, challenge, no. nearly $2 million, uh-huh. uh, really for us to stay in this race. And uh-huh. so far, mm-hmm. the so momentum, far. the surge, even when I was out the at surge. the Iowa Steak Fry, I, I had people wearing other <laughs> candidates' shirts saying, you need to be in this race. We want, we need your voice yeah. on the stage. Yeah, and and they've contributed. So we got Good. still a little bit Good. of a hill to climb. If people right. want me in this race, sure. go to CoreyBooker.com and help us to make sure that we're positioned to I win can't get there in fast the enough. year. I can't get there fast <laughs> enough, Corey. I, for one, cannot get there fast enough. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm a child of the 80s, and that started to feel like one of those uh, televangelists. Look, by Monday, right. if I haven't raised $2 million, God's going to strike me dead. A lot of people are going to die. Yeah. A lot of And it's going to be your fault. <laughs> it's going to be, if you don't care about Cory Booker. <laughs> it is going to be your fault. If people are killed through whatever natural disaster happens because you don't donate right now, (laughs) send me $1,000 or you may be killed by Monday. Oh boy, I uh, wow. I'm kind of torn on this one because uh, I I want to see him stay in the race just for the <laughs> comedic value that Spartacus brings on a daily basis. Yeah, but I never want him to be close to the presidency. No, no, you you sure don't. You know his and Elizabeth Warren's are the most respected races, the most respected campaigns on the ground. I didn't realize that until he told us yeah. just a minute ago. Well, you can take that to the bank then. Oh, you can. You can take this to the bank too. Uh, how bad this. Uh, he told us yesterday how awful this Trump situation is with the phone call. You know what that phone call was like? It, it is a betrayal of the office at the scale of which mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't seen in my lifetime. And you right, might have to go, right, back right. To, yeah. uh, go back to, God, I, I don't think Watergate even compares to what this is. <laughs> he doesn't think Watergate even compares to what this is. You know, that, does, that doesn't, I mean... Is that far enough? Really? Watergate? That's that's pretty... That's chump change compared to what... I mean, he, he I was mean, just born. Corey we're talking... I, I mean, that phone call. That phone call that he made to the Ukraine. That was bigger than what Benedict Arnold did in betraying this country. It was more damaging to the country than the Great Depression was. That phone call just... How many people died from that phone call? A million? Two million? Five million? I don't know. A lot. You know it was a lot. The they are saying the dumbest things uh, that <laughs> that you could po- you can't even imagine the kinds of things that are coming out of their stupid mouths. 
it is embarrassing the things that they're saying. The president of the United States talked to uh, somebody in authority in the Ukraine. I don't think we even know who he was speaking to. And he talked to him about corruption. That's catastrophic. They are making such a a deal out of this. Yeah, and if you want to see this thing figured out, you need to go to CoreyBooker.com and donate now. He needs $2 million by Monday or uh, he'll turn wow. into a pumpkin or something. Jeez. Well, he'll he'll have to he'll have to stop his campaign. That's terrible. Which would be it'd be, uh, a, it'd be an American tragedy. An American, it's a nice way to put it, yeah. Ethan. American tragedy. That's exactly what it would be. I think that's where we're at. <laughs> an American tragedy. If if Cory Spartacus Booker, wasn't in the race, Cory Booker's campaign, twenty twenty, an American an American tragedy. tragedy. So then you've got all this nonsense, and then what about Bill Weld and what he whoa, said whoa. Uh, about Trump and the phone call? Listen to, listen to this, if you think Corey Talk Booker's Talk about bad. pressuring a foreign country to interfere with and control a U.S. election. What? It couldn't be clearer, and that's not just undermining democratic institutions. Control. Uh, that is treason. It's treason pure and simple, and the penalty for treason under the U.S. Code <laughs> is death. That's the only penalty. <laughs> The, the penalty under the Constitution is removal from office, Unreal. and that might look like a pretty good alternative to the president if he could work out a plea deal. Sure. That Donald Trump has committed treason, and the penalty for treason under American law is death. Do you? What's the legal framework here? Have you looked into this? What? Uh, how do you see this proceeding? Well, the legal framework is under the U.S. Criminal Code. The only penalty for treason is death. It's spelled right. out in the statute. <laughs> under is. the Constitution, as you death. know, grounds for removal from office, impeachment, and removal from <laughs> any federal unreal. office are treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. We don't have to worry about bribery anymore, although I think he's committed that. We don't have to worry about other high crimes and misdemeanors, although I think he's committed many. He's such a lawless man. We've got treason, and we don't have to dribble around the court. We can go right for the hoop. (laughs) All righty, then. He is suggesting that (laughs) Donald Trump, the president of the United States, be put to death for the phone call he made to Ukraine. We don't even know We don't even know what it was said. phone call, but it's like... Uh, Secret uh, Service here. Uh, is Mr. Weld available? <laughs> Seriously, twice in there. He's talking about executing the president. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Wow. And of course, the, the Secret Service would have to knock on Bill Weld's door because it, they'd never be standing right next to Bill Weld. <laughs> Let's you know, hope th- not. They're not going to be protecting him anytime soon. Because nobody would know who he is mm-hmm. to, to do any harm to him because you look at him and you're, oh yeah, that's, huh. That's Bill Weld, huh? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> if you saw him in public, you would never know who that is. Yeah, we know you as the guy who wants the president dead. That, that's unbelievable. Stunning, right? For the phone call to Ukraine. Wow, the insanity doesn't okay, stop. Ma- most wanted poster right there. Bill Weld, wanted for threatening the president of the United States. All right, see you tomorrow here on Pat Gray Unleashed.